Welcome to the Make Some Gains podcast. I'm your host, Summer Venowitz, and this is a space where I'll be cutting through the bullshit and stripping away the filter. My aim is to help you reframe your mind, question the norms, and push you to achieve new levels of success. Through raw conversations, I'll open up about my personal experiences, my ideas, and my struggles. I want to empower you to live up to your full potential. Let's go make some gains. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the first ever series on the podcast, the Freedom Series. So again, I want to give you a little recap. This is going to be a three-part series. Last week, we had touched on financial freedom. Today, we're going to talk about inner freedom, or in other words, freedom from yourself, freedom from your own mind, and next week is going to be a surprise. So, let's get into it. As I'm touching on inner freedom, I do want to say that I'm feeling like a bit of an imposter because I am far, far, far from achieving true inner freedom, but I believe that it's a journey, and it's a journey that we all go through, and like when I think deeply about it, I think that that's the point of life. It's to crack the code of life. So we spend our whole lives trying to figure it out, and then we die. So (laughs) I think freedom especially inner freedom, it comes from enjoying the entire process of life. It's not about getting to a destination. So I think about it like if we're spending our whole lives saying, oh, I'll be happy once I achieve inner freedom, and it takes our entire life to do so, then we'll spend our entire life being unhappy and chasing, 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 chasing that happiness or that freedom. So I think inner freedom comes from accepting that life is a journey and it's filled with ups and downs. Freedom is in the journey. Freedom is in accepting the small things. Freedom is in being grateful for each day, whether it's a good day or a bad day. Honestly, I'm having a shitty day. I've been having a, a, a few shitty days. And um, like I said, as I'm writing this up and as I'm talking about it and thinking about it, I'm like, I am such an imposter because I don't feel inner freedom at this point but I think it was almost therapeutic thinking about this and writing up a a rough draft of the script it's like that is the point like the point is not to be perfect and feel perfect the point is to roll with the good and the bad and just accept it as it is so it's kind of a messy topic and like I said (laughs) I am no means an expert in this area, but I am going to give my take on it and at least the things that I continuously do to achieve that inner freedom. So I think a lot of times we believe that external factors play into our internal freedom, but they really just don't. And this is something that 
I've realized, I would say, within the last few years. And uh, what I've really realized is I will always be stressing about something. I think this is human nature. I've heard that back in caveman days, like, they were always stressed about dying. So that's why we're always stressed about the stupidest shit. Or I'm just weird. I don't know. Let me know. (laughs) But it's like, if I'm not stressed about money, then I'm stressed about my friendships or their struggles. And if it's not my friendships, then it's my relationship. And if it's not my relationship, it's having to take my dog to the vet. He was limping the other day. My poor little Aussie dog, his back feet were dragging and we were stressed about having to take him to the vet. And I'm like, why is it always something? If it's not the vet, it's family drama. If it's not family drama, it's money. The cycle continues. We believe that if we live somewhere insta-worthy, it'll create an inner freedom. Or if we have a million dollars in our bank account, it'll create inner freedom. Or if we find the perfect partner, it'll create inner freedom. But that's just not the case, at least in my life. Like, I, I've made the mistake of thinking, oh my gosh, once I achieve XYZ, then I'll feel really good, really happy, really free on the inside. And it just isn't it. Inner freedom does not come from looking outward. It truly, truly, truly comes from diving inward, which crazy, right? Inner freedom, diving inward. (laughs) So, There are a few characteristics of inner freedom. Well, more than a few. I came up with 12, actually. So let's let's talk about it. Number one, self-awareness. So I, again, saw a quote somewhere. I am just the quote queen. Quote queen, here she comes. Only 10 to 15% of the population are truly self-aware. There was a study put out and it was like 75% of people thought that they were self-aware and only truly 10 to 15% are self-aware. So many of us grow up believing that we should not show our emotions, so we attempt to ignore them or suppress them. And a lot of times this happens subconsciously. And if any of this sounds like you, then this is an area that you could improve on, I can improve on, probably everybody can improve on. So you get defensive when given feedback. The things that you do to make yourself feel better don't actually make you feel better. You frequently regret decisions that you make. Your emotional reactions don't match the situation. So a few things that you can do to practice more self-awareness is asking yourself what instead of why. So instead of saying, oh, why did I do that? Think about what thoughts and beliefs do I carry that cause me to choose that why or cause me to act in that way. Asking for feedback from others, um, resisting letting your ego take over. I think that's a big one. Like, we don't want feedback, especially if it's negative. Um, We instantly, most of us put up blockers and we don't want to hear it. But that's super, super important to becoming self-aware is knowing how others see you. Spending time alone, um, no no electronics distracting you. So we're constantly in front of a screen, whether it's phone, computer, TV, and we're not getting to know ourselves on a deeper level. So really spending time alone and figuring out who are you and truly listening to others. Because again, 
a lot of times when we're talking to somebody, we're already placing judgment or we're already coming up with what we're going to say next or what advice we're going to place onto them. So truly, truly listening to what others have to say. Number two is mindfulness. So this helps you become more present in the moment and really observe your thoughts. So we live on autopilot and we rarely take time to slow down and again just be with ourselves. Meditation is a super useful tool for reducing stress, calming your mind, cultivating self-awareness. I love meditation. I will usually do a quick like five minute morning meditation and then we'll fall asleep to like a, there's like eight hour long YouTube video meditation. So we'll do that um, when we're falling asleep. And, and those are two just small little things that I do to practice more mindfulness. Another one is just like sitting outside. I love being outside in the sun, um, no electronics. If I'm, maybe I'm journaling, maybe I'm just sitting and enjoying, um, but that's, that's a good way to, again, just stay mindful. Number three is emotional regulation, so learning to manage your emotions effectively. This involves acknowledging your feelings without actually suppressing them or going the other way and indulging in them excessively, so letting your emotions take over, acting on emotion. Um, Techniques like Deep breathing, journaling, those have helped me a ton with this. And just slowing down. Like so many people live at a million miles per hour. They're feeling all of the feelings. They're making all of the decisions based off of their emotions. And it's just not it. (laughs) It is just not it. This is one though that I have majorly struggled with because I grew up in a household where there was a lack of emotional regulation. So especially if you grew up in a household, maybe similar, where there's very high highs and very low lows. In my household, screaming was how we communicated when we were angry or stressed. So again, a lot of times the way that you handle emotions is learned from how you grew up. Um, And it's actually nuts to me how deeply this is ingrained into my subconscious. I've been spending a solid five years just in the personal development realm and really trying to develop my emotional regulation. And uh, it is frustrating. I could almost start crying just thinking about how frustrating it is because uh, you want to be a certain way. Like I, I act and I know that that's not normal. And it really wasn't until I started dating Logan when I started to realize, oh, this isn't how people, normal people, handle these types of situations. So number one, bless his soul for sticking with me. But number two, I I just want you to know that you're seen. Like, especially if you know, okay, I'm, I know this isn't how I'm supposed to react to things or how I'm supposed to feel. Um, and it is just a constant battle for me. I hope um, that moving into the future, it at least starts to get better. <laughs> number four, is uh, practicing gratitude. So focusing on the positive aspects of life. This is so much easier said than done. And this is one that I talk about. I've probably brought up gratitude in every single episode (laughs) 
since episode one, but it is important. It is such a goodie, um, especially with our society and social media. There's always something or someone to compare our lives to. So I think true inner wellness means being completely happy with what you have and where you're at. And gratitude, I think, is a great tool for cracking into that. Number five is releasing control. So understand that not everything is within our control and uh, learning to accept uncertainty and focus on what you can influence or um, change rather than obsessing over the things that are out of your control. And this one, again, is really hard for me. Um, I think it's hard for just overachievers. I, I work with a lot of clients who are overachievers, and this one is very, very hard for people to overcome because we want everything to be better than perfect, if not perfect. But the truth is, it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. We're never gonna be perfect. So we have to learn to release control and let go of certain outcomes in life. Number six, forgiveness. So, forgiving yourself and others for past mistakes, holding on to grudges, just hosts unneeded negative emotions. And I think, again, to be truly inner, have true inner freedom, we can't have grudges or unneeded negative emotions pent up. Number seven, setting boundaries. So setting boundaries not only with other people but with yourself. Um, an example even from my own relationship with Logan, I get very overstimulated and Logan is like an energizer bunny, <laughs> bunny 24-7. So I have to set a boundary with him sometimes when I'm feeling really overstimulated, overwhelmed. I need to step away and just like take some alone time before engulfing myself into the energy. Um, some boundaries that I have set with myself, social media boundaries, um, even commitments. I, I have only so much of a social battery and when it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> so saying no to things and not overly committing. Number six or number eight is being creative, bringing out your inner child, um, just taking part in activities that allow you to express yourself, whether it's art, writing, music, or any other forms, like even dancing in the rain. Me and a few friends did that the other day. We went out and uh, it wasn't even, we didn't even plan to do it in the rain. We were just recording some content. It started raining. We were dancing, like even just small little things like that, that as an adult, you wouldn't normally do. Go out and do it. Number nine, ditching the devices. So taking breaks from screens, social media to really reconnect with the real world. Um, <laughs> and that's all that I really need to say for that one. Number 10 is simplifying your life. So decluttering not only your physical life, but also your mental space. Cleaning up and simplifying your surroundings, it just leads to a clearer mind and a sense of freedom. So again, throw out the shit that's causing you unneeded stress. Again, like grudges. That would be clearing out your mental space. Number 11, 
focusing on personal growth, setting goals um, that align with your values and help you to just grow as an individual, Um, always learning and again improving yourself I feel like gives a sense of inner freedom and if we aren't learning and growing then I feel like we start to feel a lack of accomplishment so I think that one's really important. And lastly, number 12, this is another one that I talk about a lot, but surrounding yourself with positivity. So surround yourself with people who uplift and support you. Limit your exposure to negativity and toxic influences. Um, Again, it's so important. This one is so, so, so important, especially in my life. Um, In my eyes, one of the most important aspects to living a fulfilling life is surrounding yourself with people who positively influence you. If you're hanging out with losers, you'll most likely live your life being a loser, which is fine. And maybe that's a harsh word. <laughs> maybe loser is a harsh word. Let's let's put druggies. If you hang out with druggies, you are bound to be a druggie, which is fine if that's what you desire. But I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you have larger aspirations for yourself. So even take a look at the top five people that you hang out with, you communicate with. Would you enjoy switching lives with them? Because if not, I would reconsider the amount of energy that you pour into that relationship. And this can sting a bit at first, but this is, I think, again, one of the biggest culprits to people living average lives is surrounding themselves with average people. And again, if that's what you're looking for, that's fine. There's no judgment. I'm just speaking from my own experience. I know that I don't, I'm not meant to live an average life. Like that is not what I want to do. I don't just want to work a nine to five and find a partner and have kids and follow the normal societal path. That that just is not for me. If it's for you, I love it. Do it. But this conversation particularly is directed at the girls who want to show up as absolute fucking baddies in life (laughs) and, and break free from the normal. So I'm sure that there are many other characteristics out there, but these are the top 12 that came to mind for me. If you even think of anything else, let me know. Um, At the end of the day, what it really comes down to is staying mindful of your emotions, your energy, your actions, your thoughts, your beliefs, and instead of ripping through life at a thousand miles per hour, slowing down and enjoying the process. It's it's not about the destination because sadly the destination is death. It is 100% in my eyes about the journey and it's about the ups and it's about the downs. It's about staying grateful, living simply, and trying to avoid getting caught up in the rat race that our culture loves to push. That is a wrap on this episode. If you enjoyed it, if you found value from it, please share it with a friend. Share it with a friend that's always bitching (laughs) or complaining about not being happy or uh, who you feel like could use a little bit more inner freedom in their lives. Um, Next week, like I said, we'll cover the third and final episode in the Freedom series. It'll be a little surprise, but thank you for tuning in and we'll talk next week.